0: This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fourth Sunday of Lent, the 26th of March. Opticians will tell you that from 40 your sight begins to decline, and by the time you're 50 you have to expect to be wearing spectacles, as indeed 90% of the population do. This may be a matter of opinion, But from the care we take over our eyesight, I've always believed it to be the most precious of our senses. It's hard to imagine what life would be like without sight, and being blind from birth means that someone has owned the experience of darkness and of being oblivious to the beauty of all of God's creation. We know from what God has told us, from Revelation, that all the misfortunes which afflict mankind originate in sin original sin, and then our personal sins So we are all born blind in this sense However, this does not mean that each misfortune or sickness or calamity that visits us is the result of our personal misdeeds or the sins of our parents, as if God inflicts evils or allowed evils to happen in direct relationship To every sin we commit. This is not the kind of God we have, though in the Old Testament we do see how suffering was believed to be a direct punishment for wrongdoing. So as in the Gospel the question, who sinned? Was it this man or his parents for him to have been born blind? On the other hand, suffering, which is that inescapable reality of life on earth, can be the means whereby God purifies us of imperfections so that we can be emptied, more like Christ, the Servant Saviour. And not even Our Lady and St Joseph and the Saints were spared that. In the miracle of the cure of the blind man, there is a symbol of baptism. Through the medium of water, the soul is cleansed and receives the light of faith. We are given sight to see the things of God. St Thomas Aquinas says he sent the man to the pool of Siloam to be cleansed and to be enlightened, that is, to be baptised and receive in baptism full enlightenment. In the history of our salvation we see that God uses water in a twofold way. Firstly, it has a destructive force, wiping out most of the human race in the Great Flood and then drowning the Egyptians in the Red Sea as they pursued the Israelites On the other hand, it's saving Noah and his family. The chosen people of God were saved also when they crossed the Red Sea into liberty. By making the medium of water the channel of grace for baptism, Jesus emphasises these two realities. The water of baptism destroys sin, wiping away original sin, and in the case of adults, actual sin too. And then this negative aspect of Wiping away sin is balanced out by the positive aspect of bestowing new life, a supernatural life, in the soul of the recipient. Saint Clement of Alexandria, in the second century, wrote, Being baptised, we are illuminated. Being illuminated, we become sons and daughters. Being made sons and daughters, we are made perfect. Being made perfect, we are immortal. Lent is the traditional time for us to prepare for and reflect on baptism and the other sacraments of Christian initiation. We have received new life in Christ and we pray for those also preparing for this new life at baptism at baptism at Easter. Each time we receive a sacrament it is comparable to the miracle performed on that man-born blind. We see the world and life itself with new eyes with, a fresh vision. The request of that man may serve as a good act of faith for us, Lord, that I may see, that I may see with the eyes of faith, that I may believe, that I may trust. We ask Our Lady to light up our way on earth, the way that leads to greater faith in Christ, who is the only way. Let us pray. O God, who through your word reconcile the human race to yourself in a wonderful way, grant, we pray, that with prompt devotion and eager faith, the Christian people may hasten toward the solemn celebrations to come. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.